0: All sports all plays. Yeah. All sports all plays. All sports all
1: plays. Uh. 365, we making a place. You talking the game, get you to the days. We in the court, the are dying in the lane. Variety topics, living the same.
2: All sports information. In the air, we're staking the nation. Host sports all, sport, all plays, they like work in your faces. Grace
1: to the field, so thigh the laces. Host sports all plays. Yeah.
0: Welcome back to He's On Fire. Man, I didn't even have my light on for that. What a horrible host I am. Good God. Uh, Welcome back, you guys. I got my gangster rapper Christmas sweater on. I'm feeling in the mood. But then all of a sudden, we got some really, really, really tough news. That's a little little tough to swallow, especially this late in the season. I don't know about you guys. When the D-Hop stuff came out, I just was... That figure's... Right? And it has to happen now. That figures. But there are good things to look forward to. Uh, We have a great show lined up for you. Uh, A lot of topics I really want to touch on, especially stuff going on with COVID coming up. We got to touch on the Phoenix Sun stuff. Trade season is officially upon us. I'm actually surprised there wasn't a trade today. I mean, it's December 15th, and this is what everybody was waiting for. And you know with league tampering, I just kind of expected something to be coming up. But yet, here we are. Not really sure what is what right now in the Arizona sports realm, but we're going to do our best to bring it all to you guys right now. He's on Fire Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Share it out with us. Here we go. Sets.
2: An hey, it down. Hey, put it down. They're getting a little wobbly.
1: Uh, you're muted.
0: Muted. Thanks for hitting me up. (laughs) You can tell that I haven't been here for a minute. What a time to be alive, Arizona Cardinals sports fan. Uh, news dropping today that one of my favorite players and favorite receivers of all time, DeAndre Hopkins, looks like he's out for the rest of the year. Uh, saw some stuff come out yesterday we thought it would be maybe just this game. And then it was like, okay, now it's a second opinion. Now it's the regular season, but there's hopes he comes back. I, I'm a little speechless by this. Amit. i I got to admit, man, what are your thoughts on this? Just well, right off it's the It's funny cut,
2: that I you know. said that he's one of your favorite receivers of all time already. Um,
0: I, just the way know, he made the plays, like how he went up and got just the ball, with the Cardinals his or with swag. The... His, just. I liked him before. He was my favorite receiver outside of the Cardinals, outside
2: of yeah. Fitzgerald. I was yeah. a
0: big fan of his. You so know?
2: I, I'm one of those people that are like, when it comes, you know, those people that when it comes to Jordan, like nobody can touch Jordan. And sure, I fall yeah. in that category too, but factually, not just like emotionally. I'm emotionally attached to Fitzgerald being the greatest wide receiver that's ever played the game. Um you know, take stats out of the thing, like this guy just makes plays when it mattered. But that being said, Fitz coming back would not help this team. Um it might Absolutely. be an emotional lift, but we know we already talked about it. Like you don't want him in the slot when you got Rondale Moore. Um I it, yeah, I'm I'm still unsure how I feel because he's supposed to get the second opinion, but you know, we've been winning without him i know you know in the playoffs it's going to be harder to win without him our margin of error slip goes down that's something i want to talk about later yeah um, but i don't know man i'm just it's i'm unsure i'm just like in this surreal state
0: yeah it kind of feels like the jj watt thing you know we were 6-0 and or 7-0 and or whenever that happened and then boom I mean, we wake up on Monday freaking morning, me and Jay get to go to this game and we find out Jalen Ramsey and their tight end is out. That's a win, right? And then it just reminded me of the Green Bay game with all those dudes out. They still come into our place and kick our ass. And then you wake up the next day and this happens. It's just, it's just figures. It's just Arizona sports. But, but what was your first reaction to this, Jay?
1: Um, man, like right when I saw the news, I was just like, dude, we can never get out of a Rams game healthy. Like we've lost so many opportunities yeah. like like coming from St. Louis or or not like the Rams have always cost us uh, some uh, games or seasons, really. So uh, with this D hop thing, it's interesting because I, I haven't had a sprained knee. I don't know how exactly that feels. That's that's what I've been seeing. I haven't seen any MCL stuff or ACL stuff, which is good, but um, but I, I, me personally, I don't know what a sprained knee uh requires. Uh, I don't know if it requires surgery <laughs> or just rest, but um, but uh, yeah, it was definitely disappointing. It definitely had that JJ Watt feel, you know, like JJ was just going crazy, even though the numbers don't show it, like you, like it's the eye test, like you see it and you see what mm-hmm. Hop is doing. And like Kyler can just throw it in the air and hop just makes it happen. You know, he's, he's over there somewhere, you know? So, right. But yeah, it's definitely disappointing. It's definitely disappointing, but uh, uh, Evan, you brought up a good point of like, he is like, he isn't the reason why, uh, why we're in the situation that uh, we are currently in. Uh, If it was last year, it, it, it would have hit hard if, uh, like it was, if it was before the Buffalo game or all, all the other games after that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it definitely sucks. But, uh, what we saw from Antoine Wesley, uh, when D Hop was out was promising. he He's a pretty good receiver, pretty good route runner, uh, little mini set. Um, so he has some shoes to fill. I, and I think he knows that. Um, he knows that he isn't D hop, but as long as he catches the the pig skin, you know, uh, that's all I can ask from him. And if we have just Kyler healthy, um, I think our chances are pretty good at the end of the day.
2: And AJ green is balling out, dude. Like, Oh yeah. AJ green had a good game.
1: He had a good game. He
2: he's, he's been balling out this whole season. He, he should be a pro bowler. I mean, what it takes away is like that. Like I said, that margin of error where, okay, let's say it's the bills game, right? Fourth, fourth in you know everything Hail mary mm-hmm. i mean there's only one guy that can make that catch yeah two guys in my opinion let's fitzgerald who's retired and then the other guy who is hopkins who's out so I,
0: i'll, I'll you, say i'll say megatron too that would be well, my third yeah Me- yeah, megatron <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah megatron, for sure.
2: megatron in there. For yeah megatron sure. yeah. so those three guys are the only ones that can make that play so those types of plays you just can't put your yourself in that position where you have to rely on kyler cuz everything basically and this is my point when we talk about margin of error. Kyler Murray makes this whole thing work. Like he just needs receivers that can make those types of catches because he can make those type of throws. Because um, I mean, I, wa- I rewatched that the Hale Murray play, and it was, dude, he was falling, running off his off his um, uh, yep. off the wrong arm, throwing, leaning back. I mean, it was just the most ridiculous play, yeah. dude, in perfect position. And he the same play he did to, to AJ Green, where he's running the other way full speed to the sideline and throws it to the only place where AJ Green can catch it, and he has to reach over his head like this and catch it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why and that's why we won that game was because of two star players. So the thing that I I tweeted out earlier today and Jay, you mentioned it that we haven't been winning games because of DeAndre Hopkins. He hasn't gone over a hundred yards. He's made a couple touchdown grabs that have been nice, but we haven't been winning because of him. In some cases, we've won in spite of him, right? He's he's out, and so we have to make things up. I think it makes Cliff Kingsbury a better coach and play caller when he's out. Our offense looked a lot better when we had Colt McCoy and you guys. It really did. Why? In my opinion, it's because of his scheme and what he did to get all these other guys involved, get them open, and then the defense knew they had to pick their ass up because Kyler wasn't there. It's just kind of funny that we can't win at home. So I'm okay with not being the number. I'm going to go on record and do what I did with the Phoenix Sun stuff this past year. What happened last year, two, three, four weeks before playoff time? Everybody was wanting to lose games to get a certain seat or win games to get that seed right? There's playing seed C- No, throw all of that shit out. You play the game that's in front of you. You play to win the game. And you just take it, and wherever the cards fall, that's where they fall, and that's what you go play. So don't lose on purpose, don't win on purpose, just go out and play the game. So I honestly don't care for the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seed. I really don't because once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. And I actually believe the defense is going to step up in the playoffs, unlike they did last year or uh, last week on Monday Night Football. I also believe that this team tried to do the same thing that they did against the Rams in week four. I don't think they changed it up enough for them, man. Also the offensive line, Jay, you were there, man. That (laughs) offensive line was atrocious, dude. Yeah, it was. Kyler had no time to do anything. And so that needs to be fixed. So their defensive line was nothing that first game. Like it was neutralized this game. They were in the backfield all the time, and we made no adjustments. So now we need to make adjustments off of that. Also, also, keep in mind, you know how hard it is to beat a football team three times in one year? So if we do face the Rams, we don't have that hanging over over our head. Well,
2: well that's what I was going to say, is because I think that's kind of why the game plan was the same as the first time. I think they were like, we're not going to show them anything new. And every play that... was that my
1: exact f- thought. That was my yeah. exact thought, yeah.
2: I mean, we, you know, we did that against lesser opponents. We did that against Carolina. I mean, we literally... <laughs> Ran every play that they ran, I've seen before. Yeah, like every single play. I'm like, this is. I know, like, when the pitches come into Rondale, I think there was one play where they did a fake for Kyler, but that was the only thing that was different. But everything Mm -hmm. else was the same. And I'm like, they may face this team in the playoffs, and so they're going to have a different game plan for them in the playoffs. And that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping. Why people are, you know, they were going crazy on on uh, Cliff for some of those pass plays on those you know short third first and short third and short yeah. he just kept he just kept throwing the ball it didn't look like that that same pass control offense that we had previously not pass just control, I, it,
0: yeah.
2: I mean it wasn't just you know it was just like 5 yard outs 5 yards to hurts so just these little passes to keep the mm-hmm. offense moving it was like okay let's go for a 40 yard bomb on third and 1 like why 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 yep. are you doing that
1: yep, right? yep. yep. and no i don't sense. know
0: and, and in the fourth quarter, I don't know why we would try to run James Conner up the middle again in the fourth quarter, yeah. like seven and a <laughs> half minutes to go. Like it hasn't been working all game, but you know, let's let's definitely do it again. And, and I, I, I know they were trying to establish the run, but Jesus, they
2: H. were, but I think like, usually that's an RPL play and Kyler gets that first down easy, easy. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe they're just like, let's just protect Kyler. Yep. You know, funny, I, funny I,
0: stat, uh, funny stat from that game real quick, Jay, yeah. funny stat, yeah. considering all the running with 22 carries, Kyler had 49 attempts and four sacks passing just 49 attempts passing had four sacks passed for 383 yards not a single touchdown to show for it oh but while we're at it we're trying to establish the run right trying to establish it trying to establish it you know what we do Uh, our red zone plays inside the five we had six plays inside the five we ran it (laughs) One time, and that one time got us the touchdown.
2: Yeah, I mean, and those are plays where you go, you got to give it to Connor. He there's a reason he yeah. leads the league in touchdowns. There's a reason this guy's a beast. Like he he forces what You saw that one touchdown where he fucking grabbed like five guys and took him yeah. in the end zone. He, ba- he bounced right. off three and took three
1: with him. Like
2: yeah, I mean, like like why wouldn't you does? give
1: him the ball at the three? Right, like <laughs> that that that's
2: not a game plan. That's not like a scheme thing. Like they're not going to scheme that. You can't you can't scheme for a guy taking six guys in the end zone. And they just, just, just run that play
0: Cooper cup run all over them and did that 13 receptions and did nothing on defense to try to compose him, like leave everybody else one-on-one coverage. And they did nothing. It was, it was frustrating. Jay, you had something.
1: Uh yeah, so um yeah, like I left the game pretty pissed. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Because I like I knew what the consensus were the next day. I knew we were gonna be like ridden off because our two our only two primetime games we lost by seven. And like I so I I went home. I uh yeah, I went I like I went to bed mad, but uh I woke up the next day, I rewatched the Green Bay game and I watched I and I rewatched the Rams game, and it's basically the same game. And both negative and positively, but I I really think that they're not trying to like like show all of our like tricks. Mm-hmm. I I really do because Kyler was playing way too safe, and it didn't seem like the offensive. line. I think the offensive line was on the same page as Kyler in a sense of like like let's just see like what they do. Uh, it, like it just in uh, in both games because. It just – there wasn't, like, a sense of urgency from anybody, not even on the defensive side of things. So I feel like they are really just studying because we already got their number in week four. So, like, everyone was saying, oh, staff was off, whatever, whatever. So, like, um, with the Green Bay game, you know, it it came to A.J. Green just not turning around uh, 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 for us to lose that game. Then with this game, it just took some bad play calling in the second half and uh, especially in the first half when we're down at the three we should have just ran it but whatever but um it, it just seems like uh we, we were doing more studying than uh really trying to win the game but at the end of the day yeah the rain uh the rams did control the whole game like it, it was very dominant uh, for, uh performance from them I, I do give them credit for that but i like it didn't seem like there was a sense of urgency to win this game and i, yeah, uh, I i'm with you on it yeah because it, like there was plenty of openings where kyler could just ran through when we're on third or second or fourth and one uh, there was pockets and i know he saw those pockets but he he wanted to do the quick pass and uh, just go along with it but um i at the end of the day we're 10 and three rams are nine and four they're playing catch-up they lost three games in a row they they really needed this win before they were written off so like um we're still leading the division uh if uh if we beat seattle uh i'm guessing we will uh we we claim the division uh so all that matters is detroit all that matters yeah yeah, one one game at a time i think we're gonna win the uh uh, our division uh anyway so uh i'm really not tripping it it took a couple days to sort of wash it off because I really wanted to win that game. I haven't been to a Cardinals game in a bit. Uh but it, it was crazy seeing how many Cardinals fans there were. There was barely any Rams fans in the lower <sighs> sections where I, you I, were there was a lot I I was surrounded by annoying
0: ass Rams fan. I couldn't stand it. It was there was awful. two near
1: me and I know for a fact that uh, they weren't Rams fans before they moved to LA.
0: I had one guy talking the whole time every time Cooper Cup best receiver in the league right there. Best receiver in the league. It's like oh my God I t- took everything I had not to say something. Cause I know how California fans are that visiting stadium. So I didn't say anything. Uh, Amit, are you worried about this team going no. forward?
2: No, I'm not at all. I'm not at all. Um, so this, I'm going to get into this take. So I want to talk about margin of error in football. So margin of error in football, if you look at usually the lines are three and a half, two and a half, you know, four and a half, maybe if there's right. like a better, a little bit of a, a better team. Um, the, the reason that the line is that way is because there's two or three plays that really impact the game. Like we, we analyze the game and we're like, there's holds that were missed. There was, you know, penalties oh, that dude. were missed. There was catches. The that weren't field Don't, goals. Yeah. There's a million things, but it really comes yeah. down to like a handful of plays that really decide the whole game. True. In this game, we missed on fourth down. What twice? Mm-hmm. Um, fourth and one. Um, one of them going right through Deandre Hopkins hands another yeah. so that was him dropping a pass right like that is doesn't happen so that's something you can add to it um we had two turnovers right two picks two uh turnovers two, one two pick picks, in the end zone one of the which led
0: to a touchdown
2: yeah. yep um we couldn't stop their play action which is like pretty much the only rant like that's what makes the rams pretty much as good as they are is their play action we couldn't stop that we had a lot of stupid dumb penalties even on the final drive after we got the onside kick um there was at least three <laughs> missed holdings on Marcus Golden where he probably would have got a sack if the guy didn't hold him um, with uh, with Stafford rolling out to the right. Um, and then we had bad, bad play calling overall, right? Like, I mean, everybody's yeah, pretty yes. much in consensus that we had bad play calling. Yeah. So with all that, with all those things I just said, we almost tied the game or came close to tying the game. So my point here is that with Kyler Murray and with this team, the margin of error that we have is significantly greater than the rest of the league. Like maybe you can put the Packers in there, maybe the the bucks and that's it. Because if you, if you watch like the Ravens and just, you know, they, they, they just Lamar Jackson is just not a great passer. Um, I mean, the Steelers are garbage. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to compare the AFC to the NFC but like you see what the Rams, they lose to garbage teams and the Packers or the Cowboys have lost to garbage teams. The Packers have an easy schedule. So I'm not concerned about this team at all. Like I really think that we even, I mean, if we lose Hopkins that closes our margin down to pretty much everyone else, but we're still really, really good. And I'm, I'm I, I, I mean, Kyler, he had no time and he brought that team all the way back. I mean, the, like this, uh, this offense looked like
0: Cliff Kingsbury's first year offense. Yes, 100%. Yeah.
2: 100%. So yeah. that's
0: a very interesting point that you bring up, Jay. Because when we faced the Lakers last year, the last time before we went into the playoffs, and I've referenced uh-huh. this before, I knew the Suns weren't showing anything and they weren't necessarily losing on purpose. But they were playing drop coverage. They weren't running Isos. under 50, 52 um, action. They weren't doing pick and rolls. They weren't doing anything. It was just straight up
2: throw the ball out and let, let on, it play. Anthony Davis, too. Yeah, they were oh, yeah. doing yeah.
0: things that you never see before. And nobody believed me. You have a really good point there, Jay. Now that you've mentioned it, I never thought of it during the game because I was there. I was pissed. I, I paid for $12 for two beers. 12 I know, right? for two beers yeah. for that and a $40 <laughs> parking. But you know, i I did all this just to have this team show up with the no, but I kind of, I can see that. And when Amit brings up all those points, like, yeah, we did all this and still only lost by this much. I, I have faith in this team. So,
1: and going to add another the, th- thing. Yeah. Uh, go. Uh, yeah. Just to add another thing. One, we wanted to score like, uh, like right before the half we did like, pretty effortlessly too. Yeah. So we got we got a field goal range. We tied we tied it uh like uh, uh going into half. So when when we have urgency, we score. So uh, uh I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh yeah, like of course uh, me being a fan, I want to like I want to see us win just about every game, especially if I go to one. But it 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 just seems like Cliff is really just like going bare bones uh when it comes to going against uh uh these top NFC teams. I like the Rams are still below us where i think we're still a better team than they are uh but um uh but yeah i think we're just preparing for the future which is kind of exciting uh if you want to take that uh route in your head well the yeah. game, the way the game was going i thought like like i was watching it and i felt bad for you guys because you're
2: there and i'm like man this feels like an l the, like the way we we're playing early and kyler missing throws and the, inter, the interception and end zone i'm like these are l's right and i was like he's i'm like prater's gonna miss this field goal like when we got there, I'm like, oh. yeah, we did all that, but we're gonna miss it. And then he made it. I'm like, yes. okay, okay. Yeah, you okay, you tie it up 13 13
0: at half, all things considered. Let's roll with it. And then they just they just dick us on the very next position. Possession. Yeah. Yeah. And but, position. But the uh <laughs> but the
1: refs were awful, like on both sides, because um I forget what the sack was at the uh towards the end of the game, um, like the last like five minutes. Uh, I don't know if it was uh, Ch- uh, Chandler Jones or Golden, but they grabbed uh, like S- uh, Stafford's uh, fucking face mask and sl- yeah. like flung him around and no flag. And then yeah. with that Isaiah Simmons barely grazed this dude's helmet. Yeah, g- uh, g- uh, gave the Rams a free play just to bomb the ball. That, like the very the next
0: play, while we were still arguing to the refs, yeah. they call a quick play and it's just boom, Van Jefferson touchdown. And there then, was two,
2: there was two defensive plays that I was just like, "What are we doing?" Because like there was one play where that that Beckham got that long play, where yeah. I thought we were, we had the momentum in the game, and then Beckham got somehow switched onto a linebacker. No, no, no. Place. They
0: had they, they had four guys outside, and they were all doing crossing routes, and and yeah, all but, the shit got jumbled in the middle, and then there goes Odell.
2: And, and the linebacker, but he got switched on a linebacker. I mean, I guess it's a good play call from from the Rams, but. He had the angle, and he had a linebacker, so he got there. The other play was when we were showing massive jailhouse blitz. Shout out to Madden and like Cooper Cup gets a quick slam. Yep, you know? and I'm like, come on, man, you got they, four, you got at least three DBs. They over there. knew what was coming. They knew what
0: was coming every single time, and and. Matthew Stafford had so much damn time. There's so many times I'm sitting in the upper deck and I can see the window. I'm like, yep, there it is. And then sure enough, he throws it and boom, we had no pressure. I'm starting to lean on Jay, what he said. I'm starting to lean on that. Like something doesn't add up. And I feel like there was more and there's more creativity in the play calling as well, too. You guys are making fantastic points, but we need to move on. Real quick, uh, do we recover and beat the brakes off of the Lions next week? Uh, the line is currently Arizona negative thirteen. Do we cover? Do we cover that, Jay? Uh,
1: I would say so. Um, like the Lions are pretty bad on both, uh, both sides of the ball. They're, uh, they're but... missing
0: DeAndre Swift and T.J. Hawkinson too. By the way, not that injuries have mattered against us right now. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I say. Uh, I say we cover. Yeah. What do you think, Ahmed? I think I don't think we
2: cover, but I think we win. I'm going to say we win by 10.
0: I think it's double digits as well, too. Remember, the very first year of Cliff and Kyler, they tied that game. Last year, we lost against Detroit, so we haven't beat Detroit yet. Do you think there is anything in there for Kyler? I sure hope so. I hope Kyler comes out and was like, man, we haven't beat one of the most sorry teams in my career. We've played them all three years, so
2: I hope that's a little something. Well, the, the reason the line is 13 is because they're in a dome. Because if we were playing the mm-hmm. Bears, like if you saw the Bears line, I think we were like four and a half yeah. uh, against the Bears. And it's like because it's outside and there's weather. There's no weather. So take that away. That That's not an element that's going to impact this game. And if it comes down to we just got a game plan. It's a short week, but we got a game plan. We got to get focused. We can't talk about hop. A.J. Green's got to step up. Yeah. uh has Wesley. got to step up. This is Is why we went out
0: and got Ertz. This is why we got Ertz too. Exactly. Yep.
1: Exactly. I think
0: it comes down to Cliff, man. Cliff, I mean, Kyler can't be throwing interceptions in the end zone. Two interceptions. You
2: know, Jay, you made that point that like it looked like the first year Cliff, and those look like throws. Those two interceptions were throws that Kyler made in his first year. Yeah. Like he wouldn't make those, he didn't never made those throws this season
1: yeah exactly yeah. I, I i feel like they were just like fake scheming just to see like like what they would do honestly because like like kyler is like uh like his third year in uh like i think he knows not to do that and all of us of uh, us just fans like we we see that you like you like you don't throw it there like we've seen russell wilson lose a rink uh for that and like so, and, in that stadium, so it's like you know not to throw it at the three uh, or within the five, you know. But uh, and, yeah, and James Connor might be out.
2: Is Chase Edmonds Edmund, back yet? Or I
0: hope so. We really I think miss it's coming him.
2: Back Sunday.
1: I don't know uh, why
0: Eno did not get any carries that night. I mean, yeah, that that's weird. what happens. That's what that happens weird. when you make James Connor a bell cow. So one thing also to note. The Colts and Patriots play Saturday night, who we play the following Saturday, which is Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have an extra day off. Granted, they've got to travel to us. But this is technically another – that game coming up is going to be on NFL Network on Christmas Day. That's going to be a lot of eyes on us again. Keep that in mind going into next week as we take on the Lions. But there are a lot of games coming up. I mean, tomorrow night, Chiefs and Chargers. Playoff implications, boom. Saturday, the first round of Saturday games, we've got Raiders and Browns. Playoff implications. Patriots and Colts that night. And then going in on Sunday, Panthers and Bills. Playoff implications. Jets and Dolphins. Technically, Dolphins can do something. Cowboys and Giants. Cowboys at the Giants. They can still do something. They're leading the the division. If we lose another seat and we play them later or we just lose to them later, They can jump on us. Playoff implications. Washington and Eagles. Both of them are six and seven. Playoffs. Titans and Steelers. More playoffs. Not Texans and Jags. No, no, no. Bengals and Broncos. Same record. Playoff implications. 49ers and Falcons. Big game for us to be watching. Seahawks and Rams. Big game. Packers and Ravens saints and bucks and then we close it out with vikings and bears and vikings could still technically do something it is a slew of games except for one that jaguars and uh texans match up that's the only game that has no playoff implications this is a big week week in the nfl this is a big week for the cardinals to to make moves in the standings i think some teams are going to falter some teams are going to rise Let's just hope we're not one of those teams that falter. Real quick before we go into Phoenix Sun stuff, I want to take about five, 10 minutes and talk about this. COVID's on the rise. 75 players in the NFL in COVID stuff, uh, COVID protocols, 25 in the NBA. Over a hundred total players are in COVID protocols at that time. Uh Jay, are you starting to get worried that the season might maybe not necessarily be canceled, maybe postponed, maybe new stuff coming up? The NBA just came out and said they're they're going to lo- go and look at their uh, protocols for the teams and testing and all that stuff. So they've already had those meetings. Stuff will be coming out soon. Jay, are you worried about this year's Suns and Cardinals being canceled or anything weird like that?
1: Uh I mean, uh you and I were talking about it uh before we went on, you know, just about uh uh, the whole covid situation. Uh yeah, uh, as a fan I'm worried, um but um we've proven that we can still uh the NBA can still put on a show despite uh uh covid restrictions and stuff, you know. Just moving uh just everybody back six uh, six to 10 rows um and just uh, keep uh just keeping the fans away from the players uh, uh that's that's just a thing at the end of the day. Um, I think the NBA wants to continue to have people come to the games and, uh, you know, the sh- show support and stuff, but, uh, I, I think the NBA and NFL have gone a little loose, uh, with, uh, the COVID thing, like, uh, it just kind of blew over, but like, uh, we have players interacting with fans, uh, like a lot more now handing, uh, balls to kids in the stands and jumping into crowds and, uh, well. Like COVID's still on the rise. If there's a new variant out. You know, there there's still like half the country that hasn't uh, gotten a vaccine shot. So uh, it, it's just uh, like uh, I, I hope the N, uh, NFL, NBA would t- take it seriously, especially the NFL. Um, you know, uh, they're not the best with uh, starting uh, like preventing things uh, quickly. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Roger Goodell, it's but true. um. But uh, I, I have faith in the NBA. Adam Silver uh, did a great job uh, with the whole uh, uh, bubble situation. Uh, it was fun for me to watch personally. It just reminded me of AAU basketball. But um, but I don't think we're going to get back to the bubble. I think it's just uh, moving fans back, uh, keeping that fan-player uh, interaction uh, very limited. And uh, and uh, I know at the Footprint Center they're doing health screenings, so. Um, I think yeah, they scan your forehead to make sure you're not walking in with 102. Degrees. They didn't
0: for me on Friday. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> uh, but no, they uh, said, they said we had to wear a mask and then nobody cared. Once you got inside, once you got inside, pass that, you take it off and nobody's Arizona. Anybody.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That is Arizona for you. But, uh, I know the NBA, uh, will, uh, um, you know, uh, uh put their foot down and, uh, restrict some things. Uh, but I, th- I think it just takes moving, uh, fans away from the players
0: yeah that that's where i'm at i mean at this point definitely maybe have enforced something a little bit stricter for the players i'm not sure but i'm i really don't know why they didn't stick to having the the fans what four or five six rows back and having those like banners and going all the way around not having people right behind you not going up and asking players for autographs that kind of thing. I'm surprised they did that. I personally would like to see that again. I mean, whatever it's going to take to make sure that these seasons go on and go forward at this point, considering we're, we're doing so good. I don't think they're going to restrict fan access as far as, you know, what every other row or something like that, that they were doing or every other section, I don't think it's going to go there. I'm at, what are your thoughts on COVID and sports right
2: now? Well, I don't want to get into a whole like, you know, vaccine thing about it, but I think, I'm interesting,
0: interesting comment by JV. The Bulls, Chicago, it's, its masks are heavily enforced. Nowhere near anything in Arizona, by the way.
2: And, yeah, and when Arizona. I was at SoFi Stadium, the two times I've been this season for a Chargers game and a Rams game, I had to um, – they, they had to show proof of my vaccination. Um, so, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I'm not concerned because a year ago we didn't have the vaccination or we had like a limited vaccination. Now that we have it and know that it prevents people from dying – then I'm not really concerned. Um, you know, I know it. Like everyone's going into health, and you know uh, they're going into the protocols. It, it's 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 really weird to me because I'm wondering like, are those guys vaccinated or not? Like, because that's another thing too. Yeah. Because if you are vaccinated and you go into protocols, like you can come back. Like I think in like two days or something. Yeah. So, so it's it's really weird to me that okay, if you're not vaccinated, well, that's you know. It, that's a thing like that's a competitive advantage. And that's what I love about the Cardinals that we're, I think cliff and, and Kingpin said we're hundred percent vaxxed. <laughs> <laughs> I got to throw that out there. Cause I love that nickname. So I was coming back
0: to that, by the way, at the end of the pod, I was saving that, but yeah, throw it out there. I meant shit.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got a nickname at the end too, for doing that. Um, So, I mean, I'm not concerned because I feel like we can quickly get in and out of it. If our guys are vaccinated and I'm pretty sure all, I think, I think the sons are all vaccinated. If I correct me if I'm wrong, I, th- I think
0: so. But I remember Booker was in, I don't know Booker start is. The season. But then
2: he said he was after, after he got COVID, he said he was vaxxed. Okay. Gotcha. I, I,
1: I, I I just don't remember that. saying that he right. got it. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're probably he, he right. He made a point to say that.
2: that he was vaccinated. So hopefully it's not like a Aaron Rodgers thing where he's like lying, straight up lying. I don't think he would do that. I don't think he's the type of guy, but um yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not concerned. I, I don't think we're going to go into a bubble. I don't think we're going to shut down as a country, as an economy, because I don't think people will do that shit again. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I checked the stats today, and I think like 71 percent at least have one dose. Um, so you know, I this whatever's happening with this like people getting getting they're not breakthrough cases. I'm wondering that if Decepticon.
0: Not I mean Omicron. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Lebronicon or whatever they're Lebron
0: Lebronica yeah so he, he just, wants
2: it he wants it so he can go back and get his a Disney uh the Mickey championship
1: it's just
0: a it. really weird time and I, I didn't think we would be going through this still it's I, I, me too me too it sucks I'm over it and if you're listening just go get the shot man and it doesn't doesn't really hurt and you'll be fine and we can go on with our
1: lives <laughs> Just move the fans back. Yeah. yeah. Good, if I mean, if nothing great. else,
0: move move the fan back, move the fans back. Don't allow media access or or just do this Skype or Zoom stuff like you were doing last year. That's fine. Limit you know what they were doing last year is they had like the tunnel entrance was just all suns. They could just go right to the top for through the tunnel and then go right out to the court. Now you got security, and all these people are just walking around there. Limit that stuff. I, you know, the one thing I didn't like for the players that was so hard for them last year was they couldn't go out on the road and do anything. They couldn't go out to restaurants. They couldn't, yeah. they were basically just in their fucking dorm room or uh, hotel rooms. I didn't like that from like a humane standpoint. I mean, granted they're making millions of dollars, but I would be pissed. I wouldn't be having fun. I wouldn't want to play basketball if I just have to go and travel and sit in another damn hotel room, you know? I don't want it to go that far, but they've shown that they can do it. And maybe there's ways they can make it better for them. But we just we just don't want to see bad things happen and the and the sports close down. So on to the defending Western Conference champion, Phoenix Suns. What a weird week since we've been together. They go into Boston thinking I, I thought they were just going to lose. No DA when I found out. I was like, F this game. I'm going to go have fun, drink a bunch of beers. And they come out and... JaVale McGee hits a three. Jay Crowder wins me $375 on DraftKings. Shout out to DraftKings. You guys could be our next sponsor. Think about that. And then on Monday, it was just a stinker. It was a bad day on Monday for all sports teams. And then they come back Tuesday and they're up 14, 15 yesterday in the second half. Drop it real quickly. Chris Paul goes in hits his little, what, eight-foot fader, no problem. Dame comes down. I'm like, here it is. This is going to be the moment the Blazers pick back. Oh, he turns it over, going to overtime. And we just kind of took over from overtime, winning by four. We looked like the better team. So kind of a weird up and down considering. Did you guys think that was a foul?
2: Which one? For Dame?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It
1: it, it was was close. It was close. How they're calling things now, it,
0: and, it could have gone either way. And now and now, things like this are coming out, where Roko and Nurkic, yeah. who, I mean, I don't want to say I called it with Roko, but you could kind of see that from a mile coming. Nurkic, I don't want a piece of Nurkic on this team. That just doesn't fit for us. Just like DeMontis, Sabonis. I, I love Sabonis. I would love nothing more than, than to see Sabonis and Aiton play together. But that's just that's just not going to work. What are you going to do? Move Jay Crowder to the bench or include him in a deal? I don't know if we can get rid of Jay Crowder. I really yeah. don't. No, he's that, he's
2: too instrumental. That's that's such
0: an important piece to us. So there's weird trade trade winds swirling again. I just want Roco or Tori Craig, and I'll come out happy as hell. Obviously, that means we're going to go and we're going to trade for. Sadiq Bey or something. They're not going to get rid of him, but a player like that. I mean, I would like Jeremy Grant. I would trade Jay Crowder for Jeremy Grant in Detroit. I would do that. Absolutely. He's bigger. He has the same skill set. He can go out and shoot the three at a better clip. He is not as up and down as Jay Crowder, and that is a dude that can get you 25 to 30 points. Yeah, but that is one guy I would get, though.
2: The no, you'd so have to, you'd have
0: to, you'd have to throw in Jay Sticks and Dario Sarge, and then we'd be fine. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: that's terrible. I don't know. Man. I would do. I'll it come back to you with it that. Him. I would
2: love Jeremy Grant though. I would do it for him. I don't know. Exactly. He didn't like his role with the Nuggets. He felt he felt like he didn't have that role. Like he should have been that guy on the Nuggets. Well, you know how's I mean? losing? How's losing doing? <laughs> right? How's that going? How's being the man and losing? How's that?
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I, he's shit. young enough where I think it doesn't matter yet. I don't think it matters to him yet. Yep, Complete, I completely agree, but then again,
0: he wanted to go to that town with black GM, black coach, and that was really important to him, and he chose there, so it's kind of funny that a player of that caliber choose to, choose to go to your trash franchise for specific reasons, and then you're going to give him the boot. That doesn't sit well with me, so I'm sure he'll be happy wherever he goes. But I would And just to be immigrant.
2: specific, we're not saying that because they have a black coach or a black GM they're trash. Oh
1: yeah, no, absolutely. We're talking no, about no. the organization no, itself. The is
0: organization trash. is trash as is, regardless of who the GM or coach yes. is at this point. They've been trash for 20 years, but he yes. went there because of a black GM and a black coach, and he was very vocal about that. Like, good, go for it. If that's where you want to be, like, fucking go for it. I'm all about star players or, or high players going to the lower teams. Balance everything out, but now they're just going to go out and and ditch him. No, I don't like that. Just like that's why I don't want to tra- trade Jay Crowder is because he chose to go to us, right? He yeah. chose to come here and sign a free agent deal. And I don't want to push that out the door, but I'd do it for Jeremy Grant.
1: I'm going to have to think about that. I'll, I like, think I'll, about I'll, I'll
0: text you later. Don't think. It's the right answer. You don't need to think. <laughs> I
1: don't know,
2: man. I don't know if that's the move. I still think Thad Young the Thad Young deal. I know he sucked when we, we saw him, but I still think that's the deal. And yeah, if we can do it without right. giving up, if we can do it in a buyout, that'd be even better. Cause I'd love to keep Saric around. Cause he may be, be able to play this season. Oh, Playout could you uh, imagine yeah.
0: Saric and Kaminsky off the bench with DA with right. Mickey? Right. Oh, be still my Watch heart. Out, be, still. <laughs> be still, no, that, that, that is what I would like to see. I mean, if he came back, it would be what eight
2: to 12 minutes max. Which I yeah. think that's all you need from him. Exactly. At this yeah. point cuz you're not going to get defense, but you're going to get that secondary playmaking off the pick and roll short pick and roll. You know, that's what that's all you need and the three-point shooting. Like that's oh, what he He's so
0: good at that, man. Yeah. He's so he's so good at that. I mean, just for reference, just cuz I like to create some shit. Uh Jeremy Grant is averaging 20 points this year after averaging 22 last year for the record. He only averaged 12 with Denver then would made a jump to 20, 22 and 20 this year. He is shooting 41% field goal percentage, only 33 from, from three point now granted. He doesn't have a lot of guys giving him spot shots wide open, right? He doesn't have that. He shot 35 last year, years before that, when he did, 38 and 39%. So we yeah, know like that
2: you'd, have, the, you, you'd have to go into advanced stats and look at his spot up shots versus off dribble. I'm assuming mm-hmm. like probably 70% of his threes are off, off dribble versus when he was Denver was like probably 70% Easy. spot up. Easy.
0: His minutes are up obviously uh, eight, eight more minutes a game. His rebounds are a little bit up his assists are double but they're at 2.6 so that's really not saying much. So basically it's just scoring but that is. That is a guy I'd like to get. And he's only 27. I'm not saying it, but I'm saying it. If that dude were to come available, I would love to get it. I don't want DeMontis. I love Sabonis. I love Sabonis's game. He tears us up every time. I think he would be lethal. It just doesn't fit. Jay, what
1: do you what do you think of the trade trade rumors going around right now? Uh, man, it's kind of nice being in kind of like the driver's seat. Uh, when it comes to trade talks, and of the stuff, you know, yeah, the pick of the litter. Um, I would be more on the Jeremy Grant, uh, you know, uh, bandwagon if it was, uh, if if we were in next year's time when uh, we're looking at contracts and stuff like that, but um, I think. As of right now, I wouldn't want to get rid of Jay Crowder. A lot of people are ready to cough up uh, Cam Johnson, which. No um, way. No yeah. Who is ready to s-
0: give up Cam Johnson?
1: I've been seeing that a lot in trade. There's a lot, of Twitter, a lot of yeah. Twitter talk on that. Yeah. I. So, I don't know. Um, we definitely can't get rid of the core. I think Jay's doing a fine job right now. Um, like, the people that are on the table uh, to trade Jalen Smith, uh, Dario, uh, you can probably throw Frank in there too. Ish, uh, Wainwright, some picks. Like, uh, uh, those are the people that, uh, are on the table. I, and I don't see us trading really anybody else. So, I, I don't know who we can get for all of that. Uh, uh, what we talked about last time, uh, when we were talking about trades, I, Ahmed brought up that we need a small ball five and I'm a hundred percent on board with that. So, I, a Jeremy Grant would be amazing in that role. And I think he would fit on this team right now, but I wouldn't want to move Jade to the bench. And it, I think it would just uh, be a little weird uh, if, if we were able to balance both of them, but uh, I hope we can get Tory Craig in a buyout uh, or something. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like a lot of teams need to blow uh, like just blow up their current teams right now. Like the Pistons, like Indiana's doing that out. Uh, like I oh, already thought Indiana was going to do that. I think Portland needs to, but they're in such a denial that they won't do it. And uh, Boston they really are like, like Boston really needs to blow up their team too. And they just won't. And now Danny Ainge is yep. going to the fucking jazz. Like he's like, Oh, I'm retired, whatever. And now he's just part of the jazz organization now doing some Bruce Arian shit. So like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just like, I don't know who we can possibly get. Um, I, uh I've been looking at Dallas. I I think Dallas needs to blow up a little bit. If like I think there are sort of denial too that they can compete for something, maybe a second round, possibly. But Luca being hurt all the time, Porzingis doesn't look all the way there. Um Porzingis I it hasn't looked there since twenty fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, uh, but I I think it's just the environment at the end of the day. You know, I, I don't think yeah, Luca is a Nice guy to be around. I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. It's just I don't think you can win a championship with him being the lead guy. But a, a lot I've, I've, I've been given flack for that uh, that statement. But uh, I'm dying on that hill. But I, I just uh, I just don't know. Honestly, uh, I'm really looking at Indiana to see who we can get. Uh, I, like uh, I'm definitely on Rocco if we can get him at a uh, at a reasonable uh, reasonable you know, negotiations and stuff, but uh, you know, time will tell uh, I'm surprised there wasn't a trade today, but you know uh, uh, how long is this uh trade deadline?
0: February. So there's, there's plenty of time. There's plenty yeah, so we of have, time.
1: Uh, yeah. So we have plenty of time. So uh, I'm not tripping about it. If it happens, it happens as long as we don't touch the core. Um, I, I'm more than happy. And, and hundred percent trust in James Jones at the end of the day. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. For anybody saying that Cam Johnson needs to be traded, the man is finally hitting 40% on his threes. He's at almost 41% shooting on three after a low low start. So you know he's had to be
1: scorching hot in the last he's, 15, 20 games. He's getting better every year. I don't know why you would want to just bumble He's like shooting f- like, like 54% down,
2: so. from three or something from the last half of the season so far.
1: And plus now, defense, it's like a
2: million times better. Now we're going to have
0: to make a decision about him coming up now soon. His deal is going to be coming up and we got to do something with him. So maybe and that is a piece that you need to trade for a bigger, better veteran. I don't think so. I think
2: I don't think so either. I think he's the future small ball five. I think he's the smooth uh, fall like that. Cause we saw him in spurts this season so far where he's where, where, you know, Monty's put him in and you're like, Oh shit, this is a whole another dynamic. When you have literally five, three point shooters that can dribble, to the rim yeah get to the rim and now you got defense defense doesn't slip at all so everything for,
0: for the record jeremy grant is six foot eight 210 pounds cameron johnson is six foot eight 210 pounds
1: wow they're the same stature
0: I, i'm just saying and cam johnson is 25 jeremy grant's 27 just saying he does need to put a little more poundage on. I'd like I'd like to see Tory Craig, but Tory Tory Craig is a big dude. That's hard yeah. that's hard to get up there like Thad Young. Like those are just big dudes. Um, do you think his, Jay Iverson Vlogs has a good point. How do you think his contract will look once it's time to pay
1: him? Who Jeremy Grant nope.
0: or uh cam no cam, cam you, you gotta look at cam. the horrible fucking contract with landry shamit by the way i'm getting i would trade shamit if there's anybody to trade oh, yeah, like it, I, i've seen it, some stuff on the eric, table too. Yeah, yeah i've seen some stuff where eric
2: gordon might be available shit get eric oh, gordon yeah, eric in gordon? here for and ship landry shamit away there's no way dude that that guy's like monty's son like there's no way they're trading him. i know um, i know and and i know like he's been in, inconsistent and he doesn't bring the same defense that, you know, Javon Carter would bring, but Javon Carter wouldn't be able to make the shots that he's making. Um, he No, so I, it's I, still I, an upgrade. Yes, I know that. But I think I think what it is is that, like, we got to find how he fits in because his best game, he's like a J.J. Reddick guy. He's a off uh, like a ball movement three-point mm-hmm. guy. He's not yeah. a stand-around shoot because, like, when he goes in the paint, he gets blocked every time or he misses the layup. Yeah. So he's got to figure out. And, and they ran a few plays for him out of bounds where he got a like yeah. a, a decent like shot. You know, they did some things for him. They got to figure out more stuff for him because in the flow of the offense with campaign sucking right now. And I'll say that, like, I think campaign is sucking right now. It's not going to work because these guys are just not synced. No, ever since that, sh-
0: that champagne tweet came out. They have looked like a whole I want to use it so bad. <laughs> I want like I want to also, but I mean, for the record, he's shooting thirty eight percent from three. You know what he shot last year thirty eight point seven. You know what he shot the year before thirty seven point five. Yeah, so this is who he is. granted his first two years he was shooting uh no, I was looking no sh- okay three point percentage thirty set thirty eight thirty eight point seven last year thirty seven and a half his first two years in the league, he was shooting over 40%, 40 and 45% respectively. His scoring his scoring is down a couple. His field, goal, his field goals are down. His three-point shots are down, one a game. His rebounding is actually up. His minutes are actually down by four minutes per game as well too. And his rebounds are up and his assists are up. Oh, that's actually, that's an interesting stat right there considering. But, he just seems to not being able to hit his groove. You're right. They're showing a few things where they're getting him free. I look at him more
1: as Danny Green. I was yeah. literally about to say that. Uh, well, what what I was gonna say is that Shannon is a, Yeah, Don't I was my thunder. So, hey motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I was literally uh thinking that he's a little better uh Danny Green. Um we just need him to pop the shots and he's better on defense, he's better with the boards. And I think he understands the offensive groove uh, a little more than Danny Green. So as long as he hits the shots at the end of the game, like like what are we talking about? Because that's usually when he well, hits the shots. That's
0: what that's what he's there for. He's there to hit it now. Landry Sam- Shaman is six four. Uh, Danny Green is six five. For what it's worth,
2: and probably a little his, longer his, too. I think he probably has a longer wingspan too.
0: His whole career. He's, he's a 40% shooter. His worst career shooting percentage was all was actually the Lakers. No wonder they hated him so much, but he's no, if 2015, 16, he shot 33%. He shot 36 that year, uh, 40% last year, 39% this year. So, I mean, he is Danny green. He's a little bit smaller. I would like, I, I wish he could bulk up a little bit. That's for sure. In uh, Landry Shamit, Landry Shamit's only a buck 90 dripping wet. So he definitely needs to get up in the two 205. But I yeah, I Iverson has a good point. Would you move Shaman and package for Levert? I mean, I love LeVert, but I don't know how Levert's gonna fit long term, man. So a player like Gordon, I think makes more sense because he can come off and he can be that hot, streaky shooter for us that we need that we thought he would be. But we're gonna, I mean, look, what is our height gonna be then if you have campaign and Eric
2: Gordon as your backcourt? See, the thing is, we're, we're all that tied to campaign. Would be awful. But we're, t- we're all tied to campaign, but those two players, um, I would trade campaign for them. I'm,
0: I was never sold on it. Like, what did campaign do in the bubble? He took control it, and, and he balled the fuck out, right? And he earned that next contract.
1: He's just doing too much right now. And I feel yeah. like once Booker's back, like er- er- everyone's but, gonna,
0: but what yeah, happened I to agree. him last year? What happened to him last year? He got injured for a for a whole amount of time and he wasn't ready to come back.
2: Yeah. He but, came, when he
0: came back, he was streaky, right? He was streaky he when his, he came
2: back. He had a career high in the playoffs when Chris Paul had COVID. Yeah. But
0: when push came to shove, campaign has shown up. Nobody can say otherwise.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's and, the one
0: thing we can say about him.
1: And, and a lot of pack, uh, backup, po- uh, point guards aren't like campaign, you know, they're not, uh, momentum shifters or as, uh, streaky as he is, you know, uh, campaign doesn't get a lot of props, uh, just from, uh, media analysts and stuff, but he's probably one of the better, uh, uh backup point guards in the league, if not, uh, the best backup point guard
2: I mean, right now to, to, to both your guys points, like things haven't mattered yet. Like they don't matter. Exactly. Like, do you remember that Clippers game in the regular season where he he had that left-hander that went over the backboard? He stole the ball and then like made that left-handed over the backboard. Mm -hmm. Like he won that game for us. It was a crucial game because there was seating involved where it was a potential playoff matchup. We needed to win that game at home. Like, and then I mentioned the game earlier when he against the Clippers, was it the Clippers? I think it was the Clippers when uh, Chris Paul was out with COVID and and he had a career high. So yeah, Yeah, that was like, when he's sh- like, when he's ready, he's ready. The thing is we're expecting like that campaign right now and we're not seeing it. Yeah. yeah. And I thought well, there'd be a level up for him. That's here's what I
0: thought. The thing. And, he, and when you look at the stats, here's the thing. And uh, the bubble, he averaged 10.9 points last year. He averaged 8.4 this year. He's actually averaging 10 and a half points, but here's the thing with him last year. He had 48 and a half percent field goal percentage, just total field goal. You know, I don't know how many times he's missed a damn layup off the bank this year. This year, 38 and a half. His field goal percentage is down 10 points. And he's shooting too much. He's shooting the ball 3 times more per game when yeah. you go to three-point shots. Last year, 44%. Last year or t- I I guess it was last technically last year in the bubble, 52% three-point percentage. This year, 31.6 and he's averaging more this year, averaging more shots. He has more, he has more rebounds, his assists are right there, his steals are everything else is right there. His minutes are actually up. It's a shooting Again, percentage. He's doing
1: too much.
2: He's doing too much and it, But he's like, doing uh, things that but he's he's not doing too much. He's doing
0: things that he made last year. He's just ain't no, on right now.
2: No, th- no there's plays where there, there was a play where yeah, he's doing it but he's doing those same plays like more often than he normally would. So okay. like when he got when he got blocked, you guys remember he got blocked on that three point shot against yep. uh, who? Clippers, right? I'm like, yeah. dude, like the play is your shot's not there. You gotta set reset the offense and figure something else out. Like that little sidestep three, it only works a few times. It doesn't work as many times as he's trying to do it. Or like you mentioned, like him going to the lane trying to lay it off the glass. You can only do that like a few times a game. You can't do that like more than like two times a game. And he's trying to do it, like, five times again, Or he's sure. trying to make, like, an entry pass to, like, JaVale McGee or somebody, and it's people are stealing it. And, like, that's not the offense. You need to reset, do the, you know, um, pick and roll and, and reset the offense. I and mean, he's not doing that at times. So, or, or, yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay, so we see the things in Shamit's going – what's going wrong. JaVale McGee had a really bad streak. Cam Johnson had a bad streak when he started the season off campaign now how much is, is this attributed to the second unit just not being able to mesh at all considering injuries covid whatever is is it due to that
2: no i, I mean it's like 70 like, like percent of it yeah i mean we added you know uh three new players to the second unit and like the starting you know we know what they can do like the, the basically like the top six guys top seven guys we know what they can do it's a which is the why lineup. the second unit would
0: outplay the starters yeah. at the beginning of last year because they're the ones that had the chemistry. Remember yes. when the starters couldn't yep. do shit for the first yep. quarter of the season?
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. So we're trying to figure it out with the second unit, but the, the but the problem is is like you know, the what's flipped is like our first unit they couldn't figure it out. They'd be like in a close game or maybe have like a the other team would have like a lead or a small lead. And then the second unit would come in and and build us a lead, and then we close it. Now it's like, well, we come in with a big lead with the starting unit, and then the second unit comes in, blows that lead, and now we're in a fight for the second half, trying to win a game.
0: Yep.
1: What's yep. crazy is that we are winning these games, twenty two and five, baby, and, <laughs> and
0: we're still and, winning. <laughs> and we're and we're still going through and winning, and this is what we're talking about. So. With the week coming ahead, uh, really looking forward to, to coming on Sunday night. I really want to get this Rams taste out of my mouth. So I can't wait to come back on, talk about the Lions, who are... If I had a second favorite team, they still wouldn't be it. My second favorite team would probably be the Packers, just because I love the fact that Green Bay owns the team, and that just is near and dear to my... You know, always fight for the little guy self. But we play Washington tomorrow, no book, and then we play home to Charlotte. Charlotte is a damn good team, so we're basically going to be here for a post game podcast with two. Which it's been a couple couple weeks since we've had one. How are we going to fare in these games? No, no book tomorrow. We're home to Washington and home to Charlotte. Jay, are we getting two wins or one and one two losses? What are we doing?
1: Um, Washington is pretty solid this year. Um, I think they're kind of blowing a lot of people's expectations and a lot of people have lost tonight
0: though.
1: Oh, uh, who they lose to?
0: They lost to, (laughs) they lost to the fucking Kings tonight. Oh,
1: (laughs) uh, but, (laughs) uh, but, uh, yeah, this seems pretty solid. Um, uh, Kuzma, uh, he's playing a lot better, uh, this year and, uh, he's out by the way. He's going to be out. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, so uh he was
2: he was back, he played tonight. Oh, did he play? Because it's it said he was out for uh, for the Suns game. Kuzma but okay, so played, Kuzma played tonight, so we'll see, right? Is Hachi Murray back? No.
0: Nope. No, he's not. Nope. Neither's um, Thomas Bryant. Someday he'll he'll be in the Suns, Thomas Bryant someday. Uh
1: I think we win the Washington game tomorrow. In the Charlotte game, uh I'm a little iffy about uh if if, uh, if everybody shows up and there's rumors that Booker might come in the Charlotte game or the Lakers game. Uh, but I, I'm not uh, putting my chips on uh, the Charlotte game, but um, I, I say we go one, one Um, I, I think we lose a Charlotte in a close one. Um, I think we could spare a game. We have like a five game cushion. So whatever.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think we're going to beat the wizards tomorrow night because they're coming off of a back to back. And I'm checking the Hornets schedule to see if they're going to come off of a back-to-back. They play Friday at Portland and then Sunday at us. So, no, they do not come off a of back-to-back.
1: Have a three-day break? Uh, No,
0: they play They play tomorrow, which is uh, – no, they play Friday and then they play Sunday. Okay. So, we're definitely going to beat them. And LaMelo is out. So, who knows if LaMelo
2: is actually going to be coming and playing.
0: Amit, what do you think?
2: Um I think we're going to win the Washington game. Um now that you're saying LaMelo's out, I I feel like um we should LaMelo's out
1: then we'll probably win.
2: We should probably win that game. They're not they're not as consistent as they've been. I'm dude, Booker's coming back for that Lakers game. He's going to be rocking that for baby. Sure. He's going to be rocking that baby. Where you at, game. Russ?
1: Yeah. Where, where you, you at, at Russ?
2: <laughs> you at dog. He's going to be back for that game for sure.
0: Trying to look under under injury stuff and Man, they just don't make it easy for you, do they, to find yeah. injury reports?
1: Yes. What I reports. do
2: is I go to ESPN and you go to the GameCast on their scores, and it'll, it'll it'll tell you. That's why I thought. Um, that's why That's exactly where I was just at. Oh, okay. uh, he was he
0: was assigned to the Greensboro Swarm. What a, what a great name, the Greensboro Swarm on Wednesday, um, and Ish Smith is out. One of my favorite former Phoenix Suns players. We had a chance to see. Alfred Payton campaign and ish Smith all in the court at the same time, the three fastest players in the NBA. And we are getting robbed of that. Thanks a lot. COVID. Yeah. Thanks a lot. With no LaMelo ball. I, I mean, I can see Terry Rozier going off on us. Terry Rozier always does, but you'd like to think that's two wins for us, right? Like that's gotta be two
2: dubs.
1: I mean, that's I would our like expectation that. at the end of the day, but we have to be realistic here. So,
2: yeah, you know, the, the point I'd put in here is like, like these games that we won, like we kind of like won on house money because we didn't have Aiden or we didn't have Jalen Smith or both. But, dude, Aiden in that last game, we didn't Amazing. even talk about that. We completely ignored that. Dude, that's it's true.
0: And he, he said he lost 10 pounds, by the way.
2: He was dumb. Dude was incredible dude. last night. Dude, dude looked like Amari on a couple plays. And, If that's the kind of and 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 I I I keep saying this, dude, he's got that he's got that hook shot. That's his go to move now. He's got a go to move. Like this guy has developed a post game really quickly. He's only twenty three. When he figures out who he is in like two years, the league's in trouble. He's gonna be crazy. Fucking trouble. I hope so. Washington's a small team. Uh, Yeah, Charlotte's
0: a smaller team. Who who is Charlotte's center? Even is it Zeller? No, no uh, he, he's Portland. at Portland. Oh yeah. Mason Plumley. Ah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah.
1: yeah, if LaMelo's not playing, not, not to say LaMelo is like the factor of this game, it's just like if they're fully healthy then they could probably just like, you know, uh, probably just outpace us at the end, end of the day, but if LaMelo's not playing and uh we just have to watch for Terry Rozier. Uh and, and plus yeah. it, they don't have a uh, Malik Monk anymore. So, no, they don't you know, have he No, though? but
0: Gordon Gordon Hayward had 40 points tonight, but it was against oh, exactly. the Spurs. Okay. I mean, yeah. their starting lineup is basically Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, Miles Bridges, Mason Plumley, and it could be the revenge Kelly-Uber Kelly Uber I
1: was going to say that. Yeah. So. I, I mean, he's had plenty of opportunities to have a revenge game. I mean. I mean, he, yeah. I did, mean. So. I really wish he would have stayed with the Warriors when they were just so trash last year with him, yeah. but it would be it interesting if enough. he was still on that Warriors team now and then we it, we just have like this little competition thing going on. Uh, that would be cool, but There's a
0: reason we got rid of him, man. He he didn't fit our style. He didn't fit Golden State style, which is ball movement, go go go. And he yeah. he just didn't it just didn't fit. Wish him all the best, but I'm glad he's not there. So we're all picking wins. We're picking wins for the Lions game as well, too everything looks like it's going to be on the up and up, but I have one final question. Is Steve Keim, AKA Kingpin going to make a quick little phone call to our friend, Larry Fitz, J. Joyce. Is he going to call him up and say, Hey, five games, five games. Come on back.
1: I don't think so. I, I, I just don't see it happening. I feel like Larry's lost his drive. And uh, and that like at this point, I just want to play with the cards that we have now. I want to see what Etwan Wesley can do. Yeah, and uh, I I I just want to close out uh, the season just with wins. I just want to win against the Lions, get our playoff spot. Yay, yay, yay! And then I just want to win our our uh, our conference. I-
0: I don't even know I don't even remember who we play after the Lions. I don't even care right
1: now. Oh, uh, Cowboys. Balance. Yeah. Cowboys. Uh, or is he Colts? Or oh, no. oh, yeah, Colts, you're right. Colts. Colts, it's Colts Cowboys, Seattle. I didn't want to yeah. know. My point was just focus on winning this game. Damn it. Yeah. So, like shit, if Larry wants to come in the playoffs, I mean, fuck it, but I like like I just don't see him coming back like especially at this point. I feel like if he was going to come back, it would have been at, like like after the Green Bay game. I just don't feel like he wants to come back, and I wish he would have had a. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I, I just wish he would have had like a, like a uh, kind of like a Kobe last year, like uh, you know, just like – a
0: fanfare around the league. Yeah. Thank you. I, I don't. I've seen a lot of things where he didn't want that. Obviously, we don't know if that's true or not. But look, Ur- Amit, you you already said Urban you're, Meyer
1: you're... isn't the coach for the Jaguars anymore. Did that just happen? He fired him. Yeah. Urban Meyer is out as a a Jaguars head coach. That literally just came out. Where is he coaching at? ASU. Uh, That bar where that (laughs) chick was grinding on him. Wow. Man, dude, that sucks. Just like that. No. Well, that's smart, though. We hardly knew he not get rid of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, just just bounce. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now I'm thinking about playing uh, Robinson in in the playoffs. I, I drafted Robinson because he was such a baller last year. Mm-hmm. And then he hasn't done nothing because he wasn't in favor of him. Now I'm wondering if they're just going to go back to him and feed, feed, feed him. But anyways, Amit, I know you don't want to bring Fitz back. But Jay, you're too young for this. But Amit, do you remember the year Jason Kidd got hurt and we went to the playoffs? That's oh, yeah. the year we yeah, came they, back, and, and, and and died, back and he died. And he died it. Yeah. And, and who came back? KJ, Kevin Johnson, the,
2: one of my my one of my f- top three sons players of all time. Um, I'm just the... I'm
0: just saying one it, it would be beautiful to see him coming back and hear
2: everybody chanting Larry again, right? I think it would be a huge. I So here, here's the thing. Like, I think it would be a huge lift at home games because remember when he would get that first catch and people go fucking crazy. Oh, but yeah. but he's going to catch like one catch a game like on this team. Like, he's not going to get the ball a lot. Um, and I don't want to take away from the offensive scheme that we're – like, we should not be scheming to get Larry Fitzgerald the ball. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather see Christian Kirk in that role because I think he's pretty much that guy now. Um, Kirk is better
1: now, yeah. He's better. And I know. And he's shown
2: elite pass-catching ability through the first part of the season. Second half,
1: he hasn't got as many opportunities, but he's still good. He's still good. I just – As a fan, I would love to have him back, but some something about it, I just
2: feel like would be complete. Do you understand the dream? If we saw Larry Fitzgerald catching the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl or in the NFC Championship, like we'd fucking go, we would go insane. Bananas, yeah. It it, it would would just be like icing on the fucking cake. We would fight every Niners fan that wore a Jerry Rice jersey. Like we would punch him in the middle like right instantly, (laughs) like
1: get out of here. Right, yeah, right. The goat. Right. The goat is there. Is one goat, and that's that guy. It is a great story. It's a great comeback story. Uh, if I ever heard one, if Larry mm-hmm. was to pop in right now, you know, just fill that, and then let's say we go against Green Bay in the NFC Championship, and Larry has a similar performance. That, uh, oh my that, God. that he did in 2015. That would be some crazy uh, ass shit, but you know, it ain't gonna happen.
2: Uh, yeah, it's not, and and it, we don't even know if he's in football shape yeah exactly. that's another thing too and the scheme is different too right so it's like I mean he was there last year but I mean there's some wrinkles so you know look like we I I don't know what we can do all we can do is hope that Wesley can step up Isabella is gonna have to play in the four or five receiver spot when somebody's out I know nobody likes that but he did score some touchdowns his rookie season he did play pretty well had some playmaking plays I mean and honestly, AJ green to me, like when I watch him, I'm like, this is Cincinnati Bengals, AJ green. Yeah,
1: Like this, like
2: the thing is he's in an offense where he doesn't get the ball. Like he doesn't get 15 targets. Same with Hopkins, right? Like you mentioned, he didn't get, he doesn't have a hundred yard receiving game this season. So it's like the offense is predicated on spreading the ball around to everyone and everybody has to make plays. So we're down our best playmaker at this point. So somebody has to step up and be a better playmaker.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you ask me, <laughs> K1 and K2, man, period, point blank. K2 has got to be able to come up with the plays, have a nice game plan. K1 has to go out and execute. And that line has to give him more than a split second. That line, man, looked like a train wreck. So I'm glad we won't be seeing Aaron Donald again. That obviously helps, but I mean, dude, even on the replays that they were showing at the stadium, he was beating Rodney Hudson on pass plays. Like, he was he was killing us. Our they, line was that's awful. Aaron Donald. That's They're, Aaron Donald. It's, and it's, you know
2: what? It's Aaron Donald. Both, those guys. If you saw how they were celebrating, even during the game when they had a two touchdown lead, that's gonna come by That that's that's LeBron doing his little thing, and Andre Drummond doing, like these guys think they they got it, and they don't. They're not that Bring good. it on then. Yeah. Bring it on. Cool. You
0: know what? Everybody picked us to win that game and that's a kiss of, kiss of death. It really yeah. is. When everybody picked us and all the analysts and they had Cardinals 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 all on the bottom line, something didn't feel right to me. So, this is that extra chip on the shoulder that we continually need to have as Arizona sports fans and sports teams. That is going to wrap it up here for episode 31 a Bees on Fire podcast. Please share this out. Please like the button. Won't we'll smash like all that fun shit. Subscribe to us. We appreciate you guys. Happy holidays. Later.
1: He throws an alley. Oh! And he puts it down! He puts it down! They're getting a little wobbly. There's Adrian shot.